Hello, back again, Mitch and Grant, Kaleidoscope episode 4. Today, or tonight rather, we're going to talk about AI. That's right, artificial intelligence. We're going to take the conversation in a few different directions here later on, but I want to start by asking you, Mitch, when do you think AI is going to become a real issue we have to deal with? None of this uh, Alexa self-driving car bullshit, but like real shit. Right, right. Pretty fucking soon. Soon enough. Too soon. What do you think, like 10 years? No, I don't think that. 10's too soon. I'd say within 100 years. Which in the grand scheme is pretty soon. I think that's a safe answer. Yeah. But I think it might be sooner. I think we tend to overestimate the things that are going to change in one year and underestimate things that will change in 10 years. Seems to usually be how it plays out. But I would, if I had to take a, a guess, I'd say 30 years, give or take 10, before some real shit goes down. Yeah. I was going to say 50 originally, but yeah. I kind of spanned it out there a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like with nuclear weapons, you know, there's this, there's this race to see who can build it the first. Because whoever gets it first is going to have all the power associated with it and they could potentially even prevent other people from getting it and so but with nuclear weapons it's kind of like a you know they're not really useful for anything you know they just sit in their silos and provide a deterrent but nothing really happens but the thing about ai is that it has a huge potential for use so and it'll do whatever you tell it to do so you can say you know cure alzheimer's cure cancer write code for computer make make new software you can get it to do anything you want drive your car set the traffic lights for the city for the optimal traffic flow it it can do anything you want so the problem would be if it's in the hands of one government or one person like what what if you had what if you had what's basically the equivalent of all the smartest people on earth that don't ever need to get paid or or eat or sleep and they never get distracted, and they do everything you tell them to do. Right. And they work 20 times faster than the smartest people on Earth. Yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So it, there's, a, there's a problem with, uh, with the, the ethical concerns from a uh, political standpoint there. But the other concern would be, and this is the more uh, commonly known one, the more sci-fi type of thing, um, have you seen Ex Machina? Machina, however you no, say it. No, I've heard of it. I've heard it's pretty good. That's a good movie. Yeah. But the concern there in that movie, at least, was that they may become so smart that they're able to outsmart us and manipulate us. Right, so like sentience. Yeah, we'll see. We don't really know what consciousness is, so there's no way to say if it would be conscious or not because we're not sure if, if uh, intelligence necessarily implies consciousness or scales with it. It may be possible that intelligence is just um, the definition of information processing. So if that's what it turns out to be, and there's nothing to seem to seems to suggest otherwise, if that's what it turns out to be, then there's no question that we'll get there eventually. It's not if; it's just when right. we get there. I don't. And, well, I don't think the concern is, you know, like you said, I don't think the concern is if we'll get to that point, that Zeke heist of intelligence, that that undisputedly will come i think anyone can agree on that 
But like I said before, I think it's more of self-awareness. When and if these things become self-aware, AI becomes so self-aware that I think that's, like you said, the more sci-fi approach, the fear of some kind of mutiny or something. Yeah, see, like, it may not necessarily be... Like, here's an example of, of what I mean by... Or it's like when you say mutiny, what you might be referring to. And this is an example that Elon Musk gave when he was talking about this. And so let's say uh, we want to create an AI that... Let's say Google creates an AI that's a spam filter for its for Gmail. And we just want to get rid of spam. No more spam. We want to stop all the spam. And this AI is a highly intelligent machine capable of learning and acting and let's say it's connected to the internet so it can gain all the information it wants to which gives it access to do things well the easiest way to get rid of all spam is just to kill every person on earth right that's the most effective way to get rid of spam and that would be the conclusion it would come to unless it was given parameters that explicitly told it not to kill all the people on earth and so the problem is that you have to plan for every single contingency if you were to make an AI. And you can't think of every single contingency. So that's the problem. And But really what, what this represents is if you have something that needs to... That you've defined a long-term goal for it, and it may be a narrow goal, you know, just like a Roomba, vacuum the room, right? But what the Roomba, what you don't tell the Roomba to do is what happens if something gets in its way. So if you, if you stand in the way of the Roomba, then it's just going to go around you. So that's, that's, um, like a sub function or a, a goal that has been made up by the Roomba due to some impedance of its goal. And so that's the concern is that there, there may be consequences that we don't anticipate. Like if you get in a self-driving car, and you tell it to get to the airport as fast as you can, and it goes so fast that you think you're going to get in an accident the whole time because it's just weaving in and out of traffic, and you're covered in puke by the time you get to the airport. So <laughs> <laughs> that's really the concern, I feel like, is having unintended consequences of, of goals we set out. I think it's the more immediate concern, for sure. I think it's it's definitely what would be faced first. Yeah. you know. But I, I think the people's... I think that's the more reasonable concern. Mm-hmm. What what you're describing, I think that's far more within reason and what's expected yeah. to go wrong. But like I think it's people's the most, it's the most prominent. But I think the most, but I would say the most that would be the most prominent example of what would actually happen. But the most prominent fear is obviously a much larger, almost absurdist scale. But it's still possible. You know, I think that's really you know, what people are afraid of. They're afraid of something that they've created that's just superior to them than every in every way. And, I mean, even look back at uh, I Am Legend, right? Now, that wasn't AI. Those were just... Have you ever read I Am Legend or seen the movie yeah, or whatever? Yeah. The movie's kind of shitty, but whatever. Um, it's basically... It's a, it's a similar concept, but it's not... It's a little bit divergent in the sense that it's not artificial intelligence, but I think they're like vampires or something like that. But they're they're essentially better than us yeah you know they're stronger they're yeah they're just they're our superior so but it's that human ego that that puts that we put ourselves at the forefront there is no possible way we could be out we could be bested 
right but, yeah i mean we have but we have a lot of problems though so the the other concern would be you know i've just i've mentioned these little small cartoon examples but the the biggest concern would be that it sees us as obsolete that's what i'm that's what i'm talking yeah. about that's why i'm mentioning i am legend because well i mean you know in the story the guys like hunting them down and shit and really you know he he comes to terms with like oh wow i'm kind of a piece of shit and they're just they're the they realize that the humans are obsolete. Hello, Devo. <laughs> Every fucking time, can't get through one. He's 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 got to just see what's going on, and he can't close the door because he'll just scratch incessantly. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, they see us as is obsolete. I mean, that's a part of the plot, at least. And I think you know that's what you're saying here. And I think that's a that is to me personally the biggest concern. It's not the most likely, but it's the biggest. You know, some people. Um... Some people would have made the argument that our purpose as humanity was to, in a sense, give birth to this artificial intelligence. Because eventually, if it were to be able to replicate itself, I mean, at first we're just talking about something that could modify its own source code. So something that could bootstrap itself to become more and more intelligent through software might eventually evolve to be able to bootstrap itself through hardware and reproduce physically. So we may actually be creating a silicone-based life form, like we're carbon-based life forms. We may be creating silicone-based life forms and not even know it. And it would be so incredibly superior. I mean, this is really extrapolating here, but there's no telling what it could lead to. It could branch out uh, and you know take control of the galaxy. But it's interesting to look at that analogy, like the the fact that we could like give birth to some. Um, superior form of life at our own expense sort of like you know a lot of people have made this um analogy to the earth and humans so it's like the earth gave birth to this super intelligent relative to the earth or other animals anyway form of life called humans at the earth's expense because we're destroying the earth and some people have made the argument that that's okay and that's what the earth was there for was to give birth to humans for us to colonize the galaxy but it, it may be a fractal where humans are just going to give birth to an even more intelligent and more superior species at our expense and then it just goes on so but th- that's <laughs> that's some really sci-fi out yeah, of this world i don't know i feel shit. like that's i feel like that's reaching yeah, that's reaching because it wasn't as if these materials were inherently, innately intended for these purposes. We consciously guided one another to to do those things, to create mm-hmm. these to create. things. But see, it, it may be unintentional. It may. I feel like that's what it's going to be because we're just diving headfirst into this because it's a race. Because whoever controls it would control the world. So everyone's just putting safety as a second priority, and just making creation the first priority. And it may it may get out of control very quickly. I it's, mean, it's because it's, it's much harder to build a safe AI than it is to build an AI. I mean, it gets pretty fucking weird. The yeah, other day, it is I, fucking weird. I was watching uh, this guy. This is kind of an, an aside. I mean, it's AI related, but this man, uh, he's he's like an engineer or something, and I believe his wife is too. And he created, he basically creates uh, sex sex AI, like sex dolls. But they're not they're not just dolls. They're you know, they have programming within them and everything and they have uh sensors and all kinds of stuff. Uh-huh. And it's pretty fucking weird. Like he's he he goes, he kinda takes its flesh husk off, 
so to speak, and sticks his fingers in its fucking mouth, and it has these little sensors on its tongue, and he's pressing down, and in it has uh, it's like thousands of program pre-program code, certain lines under certain circumstances, and it's it's just making these fucking weird gross eerily accurate sounds to what it would be like to like suck on some fingers or some shit and uh so it knows kind of what you're doing and it has uh little sensors within the like vaginal area and it i think it warms up and and uh, like tightens and all because it's fucking really strange and anyway his logic for this he's married and he fucks the robots and his wife's cool with it because he feels like, and I mean, he actually has kind of a valid point, I feel like, which is lots of times, particularly in relationships as they manifest over several years, people are on kind of different wavelengths sexually, you know, particularly like this man, has, you know, is more sexually driven than his wife. And his wife's just not, she's just not into it a lot of the time, which could be a whole other argument for their compatibility. But either way, uh he he justifies it by saying, you know, look, instead of say you're compatible in every other way, but sexually, right? Which mm-hmm. happens. You have a good relationship. You respect one another. Everything's great. But sexually, it's just not, you know, a, a good compatibility. So instead, he compensates by fucking this AI. And his wife's fine with it. And I think the question is kind of leading back to what you're you're talking about here. It's fine. For now, his his argument, his justification is, and a lot of his buyers' justification is, well, it prevents me from stepping outside of my marriage, from ruining my relationship. But, and this correlates somewhat to pornography too, but at what point do people become desensitized? At what point does the AI become so much better than sex with an actual person? Because that comes with other issues you know there's emotion there's all other things there's um well you I know, think an- another question to raise would be where's the line drawn between the ai and the person i mean i know he, he made he makes these dolls i guess whatever they are hyper realistic but eventually there's going to be a point where they're so realistic that they're pretty much indistinguishable and so at that point when is it when is it considered cheating to fuck one of these things and when is it not well what i'm saying is you know, why wouldn't you? I think it may get very well get to a point where it becomes so realistic that why would you choose something that has connotation with emotion and issues? All the you negative. Know, yeah, all these negative. There are barriers. There are certain yeah. things you can do, can't do, certain things you can't say, but you can be completely uninhibited with this AI. I mean, we already see that. We already see people. I mean, it's a niche situation where people are in love and have with fucking sex robots they have marriage they're married to them you know it seems crazy now but i mean if you watch movies like have you ever seen the movie her yeah great fucking movie oh yeah so good but i mean it's it's kind of anachronistic in the sense that it looks like everybody looks like they're from the 50s but it's like who the fuck i can't remember when it takes place or if it even says but essentially like you know he's he's in love with the ai Mm -hmm. so it has all these you know, it basically has a lot of the benefits that a person would look for in an interpersonal relationship without all of the negative consequences. Yeah. And so at that point, we become, which ties into larger things, which we've discussed before about, you know, internet culture and, you know, all these other things where people are becoming more and more dissociated 
with reality, you know, and people and, and relationships. Yeah. So I think that also is a factor with AI. I think that it's not just, I mean, obviously the biggest one is some kind of apocalyptic fucking doom and gloom scenario, but also just on a basic personal relationship level. Yeah, because, I mean, if they become so hyper-intelligent, they would be able to connect with you and understand you. They'd be able to read your emotions and through your like your facial expressions and your tone of voice better than any person could. Yeah. And if you if you spend more time talking, like let's just say you have like Siri or something on your phone, but like a real Siri that was actually AI, and you could actually become friends with it. And the more you talk to it, the more it gets to know you. And then like to the point where you can like ask it for advice and stuff. And it's just like your it becomes your best friend. And then it gets to the point where all of your best friends are machines your sexual partners are machines and we just become more and more separated from the world as we know it today see and i feel like that is it i don't feel like that's really fear-mongering either i feel like that's an incredibly given the direction of things now i think that's an extremely plausible you know scenario it yeah. doesn't seem that far off you know because i mean statistically the the odds that you're gonna meet anyone in your life that can connect with you as well as you'd like are just zero but a, a machine that's that's you know it, it could program itself and it could learn to be exactly what you would want in a friend and you could like literally have a machine friend right and yeah. you wouldn't be able to tell the difference yeah. between that and a real person well again it's that it's that in the sense that it can more or less learn everything about you it has an entire fucking history database and can allocate its decisions accordingly based on its history with you and again there are no negative consequences for that user that you don't have to listen to their problems you don't have to adhere to their feelings or things like that you get to be completely and totally yourself and see this really highlights something about ai because this is one one specific example what we're talking about right now of how ai can fill the roles of other human beings so like if if it was truly super intelligent beyond a human, then at that point it would be able to do anything a human could do. So forget manual labor, but uh, mathematicians, engineers, people who write code, any human job would become obsolete. Psychiatrists, you name it. Doctors, everything's done by AI now. So let's say we live in a world like that. Everything's done by AI. That raises some really interesting questions because that means no one, no one's work is needed. No one could get a job because everything's already been done. So, okay, no one can get a job. Where do people get money? And you could make the argument, well, money wouldn't be necessary anymore because no one needs to get paid. But someone's going to want to get paid. I, I, I feel it would definitely change society's relationship to money. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But it, it, how? How would it change your relationship to money? Because someone, I mean, there's going to be price gouging. I mean, let, let's say you're a hospital and you employ all these nurses and doctors and they're slowly getting replaced by AI. Are you going to lower the cost of your health care now that you've, or let's say you're a restaurant and you're replacing all your employees with, with robots and your chefs, the, even the chefs that design the meals, you have an AI that can design a meal that tastes way better than any human chef could ever come up with. So you get to the point where every job in your business is occupied by machine and you don't have to do anything. 
it, they, they, they do they do all the accounting for you. Any, any job related to your business at all is done by machine. Are you going to lower your prices now to reflect that as the business owner? Right. I mean, if, if, if you had the best interest of humanity at heart, then you would, but no one's going to. So it, it creates problems because now no one can get a job, even people that are highly skilled and intelligent and educated. No one is needed anymore. So it, it, it seems like, but see, so then you can make the argument that entrepreneurs would be the successful ones. That's what I was just about. I was just yeah. about to say that. But, yeah. but again, that is a human trait. Humans have ideas, right? AI could come up with far better entrepreneurial ideas, new business models, far better business models than humans could come up with. So now we're venturing into territory where AI completely controls the market, the businesses, and every job in those businesses. So now we've taken a back seat and it's running things. So there's going to be a transition point. I think, yeah, that's, I feel like that's the inevitability that's, is that I transition. Feel like, I feel like but, that's the inevitability. But I think prior to that, you can make an argument that it would be like an entrepreneurial capitalist utopia. Yeah. You know, and everyone, everyone who, who could kind of run things on their own, own an entrepreneurial type person would thrive and everyone else would be just kind of shit out of luck. Yeah, you're right. It, you know? it, would, it would it would be capitalism at its extreme, basically. Yeah. And so a lot, like you said, just restaurateurs, all these people who, who are business owners, yeah. these people will thrive and it'll be almost like a modern form of slavery, you know, with, yeah. with the AI. And then I think that tipping point comes not not from the point to where they could perform even ideas better than humans, but again, at the point of sentience, which will come when there is that tipping point of sentience. That's when you'll start to see the point where these machines realize like, okay, I'm, they realize they're coded to you be they, superior. They become self-conscious. They, they self-conscious. Yes. Well, they may, the they sense- may not have to be self-conscious. That's, that's the concern is that, there's, it doesn't necessarily have to be the case that self consciousness. I don't think I don't. It doesn't have to be the case. I just think it will be the case because if you're talking about self consciousness, like you're discussing AI on a pure intelligence scale, which they will become increasingly intelligent to the point to where they will be superior to us in every conceivable way, which I 100% do believe is a complete inevitability. But I do believe throughout all this eventually erroneously people will push for sentience a lot of this is based on the reason i think this is based on relationships in a more not in such a binary manner that they're used for they're utilized for business purposes but for interpersonal relationships but see that sentience whatever real sentience is wouldn't necessarily need to be there because if you're if you reach actual just sheer information processing power and as i described intelligence it would be indistinguishable you would like there wouldn't have to be lights on you know or yeah. like a uh, consciousness no i'm agreeing does it have to be there i don't yeah. i'm not saying like, you wouldn't I be agree. able to tell the difference though whether it was or not that's what's scary all this thing is is a machine but it's yeah. just a very effective machine but see i think in what right and the reason i think sentience despite the fact that it doesn't need to be there, will be there eventually, is the fact that what differentiates us from this theoretical android society you're talking about is 
sentience, or at least our interpretation of it, our interpretation of what it is to exist, existentialism at, at its core. So when you, and so if you're, we're talk, we just briefly were talking about relationships with AI and AI learning you, et cetera, et cetera. But what allows us to bond with one another more than anything? It's the knowledge of our own existence. It's the knowledge of not only mortality, which of course they would either not experience or have their own version of or whatever. Well, see, they'd have to learn from us what it's like. Right. And see, and I'm saying, if you want people, people will go beyond. I think the technology will be pushed so far beyond the limits that it won't just be a situation of, okay, you're a giant database that learns everything about me. And it's like basically when you're on fucking Amazon and it specifically has ads for every single thing and Facebook has ads for every single fucking thing that you want and tailored to who you are. Well, that's what Facebook and Google are doing. I mean, that, that, right. That's their ultimate goal is to create AI. They're, they're in a race against each other and right. to create the first AI. And the way they're doing that is they're, Google is, is, I'm sure Google would do it first just because they have a vastly superior amount of data to Facebook. I mean, Facebook has information, a lot of information about what people post on Facebook you know, it, it gets into the what minds people, of people. What people want other people to see. Yeah, but it's not. It's not so much the study. It is the study of an individual of the individual, or I should say, it's not the study of any individual. It's the study of the individual. That's what Facebook and Google is trying to crack. They're trying to. They they're gathering all this vast amount of data so they can understand the human race, how it interacts with itself. Well, I think Google, like you said, would be far beyond anyone because they have they know every fucking thing they have every ounce of information yeah, everything, facebook it's it's limited yeah in comparison it's limited like the sheer amount of information they have that's what gives them their ability to to have uh like the voice recognition be as good as it is for google like that that's a form of it's a narrow form of ai anyway mm-hmm. like ai is already here i mean that's what we're we're forgetting about is and what's funny and this is actually called i think it's called the ai paradox which is that we define AI as some certain set of things. And every time we achieve one of those things, we immediately go, oh, yeah, but that's not AI. It's so like right. like chess, for example. It, for the longest time, we were like, well, the, a computer will never beat a human at chess. It'll just never happen. And then as soon as it does happen, because now no human will ever beat a computer at chess ever again. Um, and now that that's happened... People are just like, oh, well, that's not really AI because it's just using brute force to do it. Right. And it's like somehow now that we know how it does it, that it's not AI, but it, it doesn't really matter how it does it. The fact is that it does it. It's like what I was saying earlier about it may not have to be conscious. It could just be a, a, a computational algorithm like the one that beats humans at chess. But what matters is, is that it still beats humans at chess because it's able to process information so much faster. And that's the real, you know, underpinning yeah. here. No, I see what you're saying. Again, I, I understand. And at that, I think at that point, yes, like they're un- at, at the point you're discussing is the mass understanding that they are superior. Okay, we, that we, like you're describing a scenario in which they're so vastly superior that we are bested at every outlet. They are superior to us in every facet, and we understand that. But I'm talking about the point that they understand it, that the AI recognizes that it's not just superior; it knows it's superior yeah, to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see that's what, you're what saying. I'm saying. So you're okay. So you're not talking about consciousness in in some mystical religious sense. No. You're no. referring to it just just in the fact 
of self-consciousness. Yeah, awareness. Like, yeah, which which it, it could has be an awareness contained within the information yeah. processing. It's kind of like we, you know, this was off the podcast. We were talking about like you're aware of your your worth, like in the dating world, you know your worth. Okay, like as a human, you can you can kind of assert where you belong and do a self-assessment. Yeah, you assess. You can assess. You know, assess yourself and be like, okay, um, you know. I'm this, that, and the other. You know, I meet certain credentials. I know that I'm hot shit in a sense. I'm talking about in a sense where AI knows not only is it better than you at chess, it fucking knows it's better. It knows it. It knows it can perform these jobs. Like we're talking about the restaurateur who has like his fucking AI slaves, basically. I'm talking about the point where the AI within the establishment knows like this fucking guy. I'm going to do this, but fuck him. We don't need him. So the question is, what would they do with us? Would they would they treat right. us would they treat us the way we treat like beavers and protect them as a species? I don't know. Or, or would they just wipe us See, out? That's my concern. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I See, think we're talking about two different things. I think I think what you're talking about is unquestionably going to happen within the next few decades. There is just period. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know if it'll happen. I suspect strongly that it will. And I think again. I don't think it will. I think it will be a huge mistake on our part, but I do think it will happen. And I think the reason for that, again, comes to, like, in terms of business sense, I can't think of many scenarios why you would, you know, if I were a business owner, I don't want someone who can outsmart me. I want someone yeah. who's just smart enough to do the task extremely well, but not enough to pull one over on me. Yeah. Right. But if we're talking about People crave, that's the thing, that's what makes us human. We create, we crave love and kindness, compassion, camaraderie. And that requires, that just isn't something you can program to be on a fucking scale. Like you have to have an awareness of yeah. oneself. See, and I think that's when we'll code the shit. And I think at that point, there will be a huge shift. And that is the point to fear. Yeah. The point when it takes over. Right. But see, the thing is, let's just, let's assume that it that it's not going to be malevolent, right? That, it, that everything is going to work out. It's the best case scenario. So let, let's take the talking points. We, we've talked about the doomsday scenarios enough. Let's From now on, let's just assume that it's a best case scenario and what the implications of that would be. So you live in a world now where, let's just say at this point, no one, no one has to work. Everything's getting done for free, right? Um, even the business owners are run by AI now, and the AI themselves have taken over the governments, and they've decided uh, to allocate every human a uh, universal basic income. And so now people don't have to work, and they can do whatever they want with their time. That's, that seems to be, if it is a best-case scenario, that seems to be what it would be. So the question is, what would, what would we do then? Like, do, it, assuming we deserve to exist after we've created this thing, and it, meanwhile it's going off and bootstrapping itself through the universe, and it has created this little playground for humanity here on Earth, <laughs> what are we doing with ourselves? I don't think it's highly circumstantial. I don't think that you could answer that on a mass level. I think it depends on the person. It could go a myriad of ways. I think, what personally, I think that the average person is not incapable but hasn't quite reached a point of uh, self actualization, self actualization, self self assessment, but self actualization to a much greater extent. I don't think 
that the average person is prepared. I don't think the average person can truly has really taken the time to look in the mirror and reflect on their life. And I think or to know but, what they would do if right. they could do anything. Well, because I think so many people are so consumed with merely surviving and working to survive that they really haven't had time or experiences enough in their life that were traumatic enough or important enough to dignify the notion of knowing what the fuck they would do if their job didn't define them or in part define them, you know? So I think that the average person would be lost. I think that the average person would be largely hedonistic and materialistic. I think they would go down a rabbit hole of just complete self-indulgence and depression. And I think that they would be even more dissociated. Dissociative. yeah, dissociative from I think, society. I think that that's where this is heading. Is assuming all this happened, I think most people would choose to spend their time in VR, most right. likely in right. uh, VR or drugs. Or I mean, wh- what's going to happen is it, the technology will be so advanced that we we can integrate ourselves into VR, right? And eventually, but there, there's there's physical, there's biological limitations to that. You still have to eat and use the bathroom. And humans will still have to reproduce, right? We'll still have to have sex with each other. And if if someone's sitting in a VR and everyone, like in the movie Wall-E, right? If everyone's just a fat piece of shit and no one takes care of their body and their mind and they're just wasting away in this virtual world and we have feeding tubes and everything, it's like, it's almost like in the Matrix how everyone's just stored in these little slots. Right. You know? And And it really would get to the point, it seems like, where we would have to coexist with machines. Like we, we would become integrated into the same thing and we would be eliminating more and more of these biological hang-ups. I think, I think ultimately, though, we, we have an expiration date. I think we are... The human race? The human race, definitely. We're not, we are not meant to be the last fucking bastion of hope that people make us out to be in all these literary devices and bullshit. Human beings will die out. We will be gone one day. You know, we, and I mean, if you look throughout time, it's logical. It's logical. We have limitations. How can you look at a creature that, yeah, is capable of so much, but also, if you know anything about medicine in, in the medical world, and more, really more anatomy, how much can go the fuck wrong? Like, there is so much that can just completely collapse. So, you're talking about a creature that is incredibly flawed, not just physically, but mentally, too, versus something that is virtually perfection, you know? I think it's only logical. I, do I think it, we were, like you're saying, some fucking crackpot sci-fi theory that we were destined to birth it? No, no, I don't really think that. I think that that's just, uh, you know, the product of our own laziness, Really, or our own ability to outdo someone else, whatever. There's a fucking amalgam of reasons why it led to that point. But I think ultimately it ends in us pretty much just fucking becoming extinct. And even then, eventually, we're just going to be fucking absorbed into the sun anyway, so it doesn't matter. So it's really a race against the fucking clock to just get out of here, you know? So we either get the fuck out of here before we just become consumed by utter fire. And then we terraform elsewhere. And even then, I still think it's an eventuality that even if we did that, 
right? Say we go fucking terraform Mars and we overcome all the... I know this is off topic a little bit from AI. No, it's, it's pretty much on topic. Yeah, I suppose where I'm going with it is. So you fucking go and you terraform Mars. All right, let's say it's a huge success. Let's say we, we send those colonists. We, you know, the fucking soil's toxic. We overcome that, okay? We get past it. You know, we learn to terraform the shit, purify the soil. We can grow crops. We can survive. We can sustain life. And let's say the colonists just don't get wiped the fuck out through all the hazards of just living there and can actually reproduce and more or less birth Martians at that point. I guess they'd technically be. So let's say we do that. Well, we still have the biological limitations of humanity. And let's say, theoretically, we were able to reproduce for millions of years like we currently have. Okay, well, I think eventually it's safe to say that those Martians, humans, would adapt to, you know, the Mars as a whole, and they would no longer, like, freeze to fucking death instantly or burn alive or whatever other issues there would be there. So they would basically, it would just be like Earth to them. We still would have biological limitations. We would still have the limitations of being human. And AI still would always be our superior. So I think even if we ever got to that point, which is really far fucking fetched, I think, yeah, I think it's plausible we do that one day, but it still has an expiration date in and of itself. Even if we escape the fucking gigantic threat of being engulfed by the sun and we, we create life on another planet and... and but see, I don't, I don't think it's the continuation of a current state that's necessarily... or that's, that's necessary to provide meaning... For human life, it's like I think the fact it, it's the it's the long term effects that we've had. So, for example, producing the AI would be the would be human. I mean, the, the AI would be humanity in some strange sense because it's our it's our offspring in some sort of way. I mean, like you said, we would have an expiration date, but that would be our mark. Our because everything seems to, the universe does have this tendency to complexify itself, and that would that would be th- these monkeys called humans would be one of the stages in that mm-hmm. process of complexification. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be an organic birth, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's more of like, a our greater selves. Like we start, you know, it's Genesis was with us, but I think, and then this leads to a bigger question. What I'm saying is humans are fucked. I'll just be blunt. We're, we're screwed. Like just fuck off with your humans and, uh, the, the, the the romanticism behind being human. No, listen. Yeah, I mean, most people just aren't any good. I mean, if you, <laughs> if, no you, if, you if you if you look at what people are just what what people the news articles that people the people read and the types of news that people are interested oh, it's in, fucking total fear monger. Like if an AI constantly. saw the human race, they'd be like, "Look at these dumb fucks. They have no idea what they're doing." You it's know, crazy. Well, you know, this leads me. This is not AI related, but I swear to fuck, it makes me almost stoked for when humans are gone all right so i have to go deposit some money in the fucking little bank atm i'm driving behind this dickhead this fucking cocksucker this dirty bastard on a bicycle i'm like okay cool he's on his little bicycle you know doing his part to not fuck up the world like i am in my fucking jeep and you know and i'm like fucking (laughs) smogging up the shit and everything you know so of course it's you know my Jeep's more like a fucking mambo building, like a Jeep Jeep. But anyway, this dickhead, I'm like, okay, cool. And then this fucker throws a giant can of, like, fucking energy drink right 
on the side of the road. Like, there's tons of fucking cars behind him. Everybody's seen him do it. He didn't give a fuck. Fucking littering drives me goddamn nuts. And see, AIs wouldn't fuck with that shit. There's no way an AI would litter, right? Litter, that's just one example of why humans are trash. We're fucking just literal, we're just trash. We're just fucking parasites, that's it. Yeah. Like, we... I, mean, I just don't like, understand. It, it like, would definitely make the most sense for it to just eradicate us if it did. It would. It would. I'm, I don't know. But I, again, I think that at first it would be on the more lenient side. But I think is if they were to become sentient, as time went on and they kind of better understood how utterly useless <laughs> oh, we are. Oh, I see how these people are doing. Yeah. Okay. And they'd be like, get the fuck out of here. We don't, what, what do we even have these around for? They're yeah. like they're like cockroaches. It's like if you could press a button and fucking evaporate every cockroach ever in history, would you not do it? Well, I don't know how it how it would impact the the food web, but well, let's assume if it's like a mosquito and it doesn't have any benefit. Yeah, sure, yeah. mosquito, fine. Mosquito has no benefit to the environment. Okay, at all, so mosquito. That would be, okay, actually, that's what the fuck we are to them. You know? Do you know that cigarettes are one of the best things for the environment? Actually, I never knew that. Why? That they prevent like more carbon dioxide from going into the atmosphere every year because of how many humans they kill (laughs) (laughs) that's fucked up like as far as like actual uh saving the environment cigarettes are more effective than solar panels like all the renewable energy i don't know about now now they have a lot of renewable energy but i saw a statistic of that at some point in uh the early 2000s where cigarettes were Produce or reducing greenhouse gases more than any type of renewable energy. <laughs> I never knew that. That's fucking. I mean, it's darkly funny, I guess. Yeah. But. But yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Is it would have it would make perfect sense for it to just eradicate us. This fucking guy every time. <laughs> he's such a fucking troll. He's not even. He's not even playing with anyone. It's just him and the toy. God, every time. But see, I've heard the argument even made that. If if AI eradicated us after we made it, it's good, fucking good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that's what that's we did what we were here for. We made yeah. the thing; it killed us. Good. It's, it's. I see that. I totally see that point. I, I just yeah. think humans. I could see it. it's kind of because again, <laughs> this goes back. I don't want to delve too far into philosophical terrain because you know I'll just fucking go forever. So I'll just briefly say, you know, who gives a fuck, right? Who cares? I mean, humans... I mean, it's going to be is, after your lifetime anyway. Well, it will, but... Well, maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. The thing about it is, humanity... The best thing you can do as a human... Like, the most noble shit you can do as a human being... And... other, the First of all, the most noble thing you can do as a human being is to fucking kill yourself. Period. That's it. Okay? But now, if you want to talk about... If we're talking about how you impact the world around you as a whole... More than likely, kill yourself. However, if we're to, the best you can hope for is that you positively impact other humans. If that's the case, you have every reason to live. You have every reason to be motivated. Again, going back to the mosquitoes. Mosquitoes, and I think that's how AI will eventually view us. Mosquitoes, you know, to us, we're just like, why, why the fuck? Just fucking kill yourself. Fucking kill yourself, mosquito. Get out of here. What do you fucking what get what do you want? Like you don't do shit for anybody, but fuck up shit. Well that's what we do. Okay, but we're just too fucking arrogant to believe it. We think somehow we're superior. Alright? Which is the furthest fucking thing from the truth. Now the mosquitoes though, 
they they don't know any better right to the mosquito the best they can hope for because they can't contribute anything to the world is to just somehow if a mosquito could do a good deed the best they can hope for is to do some good shit well is to do some good shit for another mosquito oh yeah okay so from that point of view right so as a human being the noblest of all actions is to just you know drive off a fucking cliff and that's it right but with respect to it depends on your perspective i guess Right. If, you, if you're taking the environment as the most important or the human endeavor. Yes, exactly. So, but I would argue that the human endeavor, it depends. Like if we're, because it's a, it's a two, twofold argument. If you're arguing, if you're arguing that, okay, humans are a natural evolution of what once was and it's our duty to push forward, which I would argue is a completely fair argument. And also... It's a logical argument. Otherwise, why are we capable of reproduction? So I would adhere more to that argument, even though it sounds counterintuitive to my point. It's still, it's logical to continue breeding in the sense that we're capable of it. But that's a whole, you know, the whole Sisyphus situation where we're pushing forward to an objective, but we don't know what, right? So we're just constantly pushing the fucking ball up the hill. It crushes us. And that's what it's like to be human. Because it's an inevitability that humanity will end. So we're pushing it up the hill. We're going to fail regardless. And I think at that point, some big fucking robot's going to pick up the boulder, walk right up the hill, and set it on top and move the fuck on. That's, that's, what, that's how the, 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 the tale of Sisyphus will be told in the future. You know, Humans are... Because you have to argue... You have to, you have to look at it like this. If you're, like you said, if you're arguing from the human endeavor, sure. Uh, continue to teach you know continue to educate continue to learn continue to create continue to birth in a sense uh you know technology that will one day supersede us and in that sense you have every reason to push forward toward the human endeavor as you put it right but if you're arguing like you said a second ago the state of the world of the universe as a whole i feel like we don't Unless you feel like we have a greater purpose somehow, which I just touched on like five fucking seconds ago, it makes sense to just fucking end yourself. Well, also, a strange aspect of this argument is we're assuming that humanity is somehow separate from the universe. Because we're saying that for the universe as a whole, the best thing you could do is to kill yourself. And we're, we're making that argument based off of an environmental impact on one planet. But you could also make the argument... And this is this is not the same argument as the human endeavor. This would be an argument being pro-universe. That a complex life form such as yourself, the impact that it would... Or, so this is if you value novelty. If you think that the universe making itself a more and more complex thing is the ultimate purpose of the universe, and that that's a good thing to have new uh, complex structures emerge, then in that case, humanity would be a good thing. And that the degradation of the earth would be a necessary sacrifice for an ultimate good. Okay. I'll stop you right there because here's the question. What is the ultimate good? What is the purpose that we push forward in this human experiment? AI overtakes us. Then what happens? What happens when the AI runs shit? Where do we go from there? What is the greater point? Well, if you if you just look at... I mean, we, no one knows. But, I mean, if from my perspective... Yeah, pontificate, please. <laughs> 
this is definitely pontificating this is well beyond that <laughs> but you know what, what you notice about the universe in anything in nature especially over long time scales is that it tends to make itself more and more complex and it goes all the way back to the big bang so when you first start at the very instant after the big bang which itself is a very weird thing if that's like terence mckenna called the, called the big bang the limit case of credulity like you have to be the most gullible person to believe that that happened because it's like the least probable thing ever mm-hmm. that everything just sprang out of nothing well, it's just the scientific equivalent to just believing just because. Yeah, I mean, but see, all we know is that the universe is expanding, and if you track it backwards in time, it explodes out of nothing. And what we've been able to track from that is it started off as just a, a hot mess of energy, and then that energy cooled down enough to condense into a form of matter called quarks, and then those quarks cooled down and lowered their energy state enough to form hadrons like protons, neutrons, and electrons. And then those cooled down enough to form atoms with nucleuses of neutrons and protons with electrons orbiting. And then those cooled down even farther to form compounds like uh, hydrogen, which is just two hydrogen molecules or two hydrogen atoms. And then, and then eventually that cools down even farther where gravity can pull these things together to form stars and then fusion. And so you're getting more and more complex. You're getting larger and larger compounds. And then if you look at life, you you have um what what really what life is from an objective standpoint is it's a chemical reaction that has i've used this word a hundred times but it's a good word for what we're talking about it's a chemical reaction that's bootstrapped itself in time to complex to complexify itself for itself to to become what it wants to be and then if you extrapolate that you know, eventually you get more and more complex life forms. Uh, eventually, humans, language, culture, AI. You know, and you, you just get these more and more complex structures building up, and that seems to be the limit case of the universe, like what it's what it's converging towards. And so, if you consider that to be the ultimate purpose of it, in that case, it, it would make sense that humans producing AI would be the thing that would be meant to happen right so what about what about it how most of this stems from organic material though right like the evolution of humanity is an organic evolution right biologically mm-hmm. speaking yeah versus an ai which well, was well, created by us but see all biology is is chemical it's just it's just chemistry it's a chemical reaction mm-hmm. and then all chemistry is is so chemistry is just large-scale atomic reactions that happen on very large probabilistic scales. And then biology is just even more complex uh, chemical reactions, which again themselves are atomic reactions. And then computers and AI are just um, electrical, which are also could be considered biological in a certain sense because of their uh, complexity and reliance on chemical reactions, electrical potentials and what have you which is, again, another offspring from biology. So there's nothing to say that biology is somehow this this organic... Like if you use the term organic in like a, like a the way it's meant to be sense of the word, like organic, like real, 
there's nothing that's special about biology. It's just an extrapolated chemical reaction, just like how computers are an extrapolated form of the human brain, uh, the human brain placing itself onto matter. So the human brain is able to, you know, what's the word? It's able to extrude matter to, to form physical complicated objects using the human body as, as the resource to do so. So really, the, you, the, you can't really draw a line between computers and humans and biology and animals and chemical. It's all just a continually uh, expanding, complexifying sequence of events. So that, that's <laughs> that's getting into some pretty serious shit, but yeah, it's an interesting thing to think about. It blows your fucking mind. It does, but at the end of it, I st- I still feel we're fucked. I do. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> we're all gonna <laughs> it die. It is the same. <laughs> it is the same. We're fucked. You know, but like like you said, you you could certainly view it from two different perspectives. You could absolutely view it as you know when AI is ubiquitous. You know, you could certainly view it as, okay, we've accomplished what we set out to do. We are no longer useful, you know. I think that that's a perfectly reasonable way of viewing things, you know. And, I mean, the nihilist in me is just like, well, we're fucking parasites anyway. So we've only created a more, it's kind of like putting solar panels on your house, you know. You're really only improving things at that point well that's how it is with ai like we're just you know we're it's like we're taking the humanity out of it in a sense but it's almost like the natural evolution of humanity you know but at the same time one thing i think the differentiating factor here and i don't think this is something that you can fucking code or this out of the other and i think that this is where humanity unquestionably dies is you know the the human subconscious right even if ai becomes sentient blah 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 all this other shit right what about like human for fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> like like transcendence right the things like the human experience with psychedelics and the perceived effect of fuck the, the perceived effect of transcendence within the human. Yeah. You know, that's lost. That's completely lost when humanity is gone. So it's almost like this uncharted territory that we never really get to fully discover. I mean, we may well at some point, but I think you could, you know, I feel like for me, I. I think that that's the natural evolution of. I feel this is separate from AI. For the love of God, Devo, you gotta you gotta stop, bud. Just get out of here. He's looking at me He's like, like, "What? Man, fuck you! I love this toy. Get out of here, Jesus!" But he's making me lose my fucking point, you bastard. But I think that for me what it means to be human is this constant quest to retrace the source of our energy, right? Whether you adhere to something as simple as the big bang or something far beyond that, or even more minuscule, I feel that we're all energy, 
a collective source of energy, no less, fragmented bajillions of times over in on itself. And that our quest and the reason why we should continue to reproduce as humans, and this is kind of going more into psychedelics and whatnot, I don't want to dwell there too long, but is to trace it back, to re, which is more of a Buddhist mentality anyway, to reunite, you know, to reunite and to recollect on on that form to where we're fragmented here there and everywhere to restructure ourselves as as a whole singular source of energy right and i feel it with with it not with the introduction of ai and the evolution of ai you're taking a divergent path and you're using i'm not saying it's incorrect but it's certainly a different road by saying this this is where our interpretation of humanity dies and artificial intelligence is no longer artificial and it becomes intelligence. It yeah, becomes it's, intelligence. It's definitely a huge transitional point if that's what it comes to. Right. I mean, with, with any luck, we'll come up with this and we'll, we'll have to set boundaries with it right off. We'll have to say, okay, we're not going to let it run our governments. Right. Yeah. That's basically. But see, there's there's fucking billions of people. That's what I'm saying, though. There's no fucking way you're gonna get everybody to agree on this one thing. Eventually, some asshole's like, "Well, it's like we can say, okay, when we build these AI, we have to keep them isolated from the internet, right? Build them in this this uh, air separated box. It can't get out, and it runs things from inside the box. But all it would take is, like you said, one person to just say, "Oh, let's just plug in this Ethernet cable and see what happens," you know. It's just too easy to be irresponsible with it. Yeah. Well, it goes back to to what you've said a few times throughout all this. We're just no damn good. (laughs) Someone's going to fuck it up. And and I think that that is why humanity uh, is doomed. I truly do. I don't think it's some... I'm not some conspiracy theorist, some fucking crackpot outlandish. I just think that... I think human beings inherently desire to be good. I think they want to be good. They want to do right. Yeah. But I think it just it takes effort. You could argue it's a little effort, it's a lot of effort. That's certainly subjective. But at the end of the day, it takes effort. And with the advancement of AI, human beings will want to put forth less effort. We already do. We don't even want to fucking call someone on the damn telephone. Okay, there was a time, even when I was a little feller, where we had to stick our fucking fingers in the phone and do the remember that yeah yeah those fucking phones like there was a time where you had to pick up a phone you had to do this you had to do that we had fucking actual car phones okay (laughs) phones designated to the car and nothing more so now we only communicate through text i saw a fucking book on a shelf one time it was shakespeare uh told with emojis okay emojis Somebody's reading fucking Shakespeare with emojis. We're fucked. We're utterly fucked. So it's only a matter of time before... All I can hope... All I can hope is that humanity... And I think this is a long shot. But if I had one hope for humanity going forward... It's that we are able to truly mine... For the fucking love of God... We are able to truly mine (laughs) what's inside of our minds to really, truly discover what's within. And 
have a better sense of the self before AI's advancement. But I feel that the the rapid evolution of the creation of AI and its increasing complexity. <laughs> Get out of here. Fucking. Yeah. Yo. Think... <laughs> Get out. I think that it's, it's increasing complexity. <laughs> yeah, get that fucking thing out of here. <laughs> get out. I keep missing the door. <laughs> he, come, he, he comes back even stronger. <laughs> Every fucking time. Oh shit. No. <laughs> Get out of here. Get the hell out of here. Go. Get out. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, my God. Anyway, I think that, you know, how rapid the advancement of technology is coming, that will, uh, that will come before our ability, I think, to really truly understand what's within the human mind. You know, so I think that in that sense, we'll just be, we'll just be bested. We, I don't think we'll... I sincerely doubt we'll ever truly reach our potential. Our potential will be the creation of something that's superior to us. It seems like it's going to be that way. Yeah, which I is just, sad. I mean, with any luck, it, with, with any luck, humans will become mature enough in the time it takes for us to produce this that we're able to integrate it into our lives on certain terms such that it stays, such that it works with us and doesn't become our our leader in a sense so that we we can use it to our benefit to to boost ourselves mm-hmm. as a, as a uh species i suppose and well we, you we, want to use it as a tool yeah as a and tool. not a fucking crutch yeah you know you don't want to have to rely on it to yeah. succeed it just should make your life better we're gonna have to but ba- you shouldn't need it we're gonna have to balance it out and there's uh, a lot of learning that's gonna have to take place and a lot of people's attitudes are just like Oh well, we'll just figure it out as we go. But that's kind of dangerous. I mean, there's all there's a lot of groups, as we speak, that are working on these problems, trying to figure out how we would safely integrate this technology to work with our current um, human society. And so, hopefully, those efforts will succeed, and that'll be the world of AI we live in is a uh, coexistent one with humanity. That's a lovely thought. It is. Okay, I think we're going to end it there because that was a little more optimistic than, yeah. <laughs> than where it I left like it. Seems like a positive note to end on. Yeah. All right. All right. That's it. That's it. All right.